0: Everybody loves Sam Darnold this year, but be careful who you listen to. <laughs> Sam Darnold, will he become a star? It's all you hear, Adam Shine, Colin Coward. Honestly, folks, the media's bored. They're looking for stuff to write about. It's that simple. Do I think Darnold has the tools? Yeah, I do think he has the tools. But more than tools, more than talent, it always comes down to placement. It always comes down to the right opportunity. Switch Darnold and Goff. If Darnold's drafted by the Rams and Goff is drafted by the the Jets, is Darnold a Super Bowl champion right now? Is Goff on a second team? It always comes down to opportunity, situation, Switch Darnold and Lamar Jackson. What happens? Decide for yourself. You got to think about those situations, the different opportunities, the placements. That's what the draft and this league is all about. Everyone has talent. It's about situation. But everyone is hitching their wagon to that Sam Darnold bandwagon this year. Shine, coward, the entire Jets fan base. And listen, I love Darnold. He has all the tools. He has stuff to work out, though. His footwork was terrible. His play action, not great, even though he had no rushing game, no offensive line. Um, sometimes he locks on to his first read when, you know, he, he needs to roll through his progressions after the snap. Stuff to work out there. But the takeaway right now, forget Darnold for a moment, is the media is bored as hell. It's mid-June, and there's nothing going on in the NFL. They're bored. They're coming up with crazy stuff. And some of it you just can't help but laugh at. I mean, we'll start with uh, WFAN. And I like this guy. I like this writer. But five worst Jets head coaches in team history. Steve Lichtenstein, who who I like a lot. But, are you serious right here? With this name, Herm Edwards, at number five? You can't be. I mean, I'm going to go on the premise that either he or WFN did this on purpose to enrage people just for the hell of it. With all of the names to choose from, In Jets history. You put Herm Edwards number five. Doesn't this man have the most playoff game appearances in Jets history? With five? A record of two and three? I mean, let me think about it. Parcells coached two games. Rex coached four. Weeb doesn't. I mean, based on the format, isn't anywhere near those two guys. Mangini was in one. Coslet, 1. Uh, Michaels and Walton, no. No chance. Yeah. Herm Edwards has the most playoff games in Jets history. And he's listed as number 5 here. You gotta be kidding me. Come on. Coslet, 4. Fine. Bulls 3. Absolutely. Holtz, 2. tight 1. Okay. I, I I read the article. I still don't understand the reasoning. Um, look at the names and, and we just did this I just did this article a couple of weeks ago maybe last week ranking every Jets head coach in history 1 through 20 and with all the names to choose from how does Herm Edwards get to number 5 tight, it's a no-brainer Belichick was a head coach not once but twice no games so if you want to keep him out, fine But how do you keep him out over Herm Edwards? Mike Holovac was interim. Fine. You want to overlook him, go for it. Lou Holtz, one season, disaster. Yeah, include him. Ken Shipp, another half a season. Not even. One and four. If you want to overlook him, throw him out of contention, fine. Todd Bowles, 24 and 40. Uh, I, I think he definitely deserves to be in the top five. Bulldog Turner, five and nine. Uh, one season again, if you wanna overlook' him, fine, but not at the expense of putting her Edwards number five that's just crazy. Charlie winter, nine and fourteen had a promising season uh his first year before everything falling apart in his second year and then getting fired halfway through Pete Carroll in ninety four six and ten Adam Gase, seven and nine. I I mean, with all the names, there's so many places to go. Sammy Ball, 14 and 14. Herm was 39 and 41. Had five playoff game appearances. you got to put Carroll in the top five. Or Gase, even though I get on people that kill Gase irrationally. Carroll, Gase, Charlie Winner even. Bulldog Turner. Belichick. Listen, for everything Belichick... Didn't do for the Jets is is what he represents. The evil he represents to Jets fans. So, if I was making this list, Cote one, Holtz two, Bowles three, Belichick four, and take your pick at five. Go with Gase or Carroll or one of the guys who didn't coach that long. Ship, Bulldog Turner, Charlie Winter. That's the way it should go. Herm with five playoff games under his belt. You got to be kidding me. It's just, it's not right. I mean, hopefully WFAN took advantage of this with the title. um, The social media title. Here, uh, the regular title, I certainly did not. And you got to look at, uh, for people on the podcast, not on YouTube, Joe and Evan video at the top fits perfectly. Emotional fan reaction instead of rational objective thought. Again, I like Joe and Evan too, but just the, the, the level of actual knowledge of how to rationally and objectively break things down. It just isn't there beginning of last year. They called Gase as bad as Kotite. You got, you got to without the quarterback healthy, without a good offensive line, you you got to do better than that. WFN not disappointing anyone. Their lack of knowledge continues to this very day going downhill day by day, week by week, year by year. And, uh, it's tough for me to say because I grew up on WFEN. They're the reason I created ESNY and covered, now cover the Jets and co-founded Jets X-Factor with NANIA. Um, but what are you going to do? Number two on the docket, I, I like this take, Brian Costello. Um, here's an article from Syracuse.com who points out Brian Costello is predicting the Bills to finish last in the AFC East. I'm not going to go as far to say last, but again, another topic I hit recently um, titled, It's Officially Time for for the NFL Pundits to Calm Down About the Buffalo Bills. Josh Norman, Stefan Diggs, when a team wins the offseason and goes to the veteran look instead of continuing to build, which is what the Bills did by trading their first-round pick for Diggs, is usually when they disappoint the next year. Uh, I still think they're a good team, really good defense, really good coach. Uh, I, did not, I did not agree with the Josh Allen detractors coming out of college. I thought he was uh, being completely minimized for some reason. The way I ranked those guys was Darnold, number one, Rosen, number two. Yes, I had Rosen, number two. Allen, number three. Mayfield, number four. Jackson, number five. Mayfield was the guy I didn't like. And Lamar, with the great MVP season, he still has to prove it to me. He still has to prove it next year that he could do it from the pocket alone. But, aside from that, I, I did not agree with the Josh Allen detractors at the same time. He has a lot to prove, too. To say the Bills are going to win 12, 13 games and say it confidently is completely insane. And I think uh, Costello hits the mark here. The key to the Bills season is how they handle raised expectations. The Bills are now viewed as the favorites in the AFC East with Tom Brady gone, Costello writes. I'm not sure how they will handle that. I think they could stumble and have a tough season too early prediction last place in the nfc uh, excuse me afc east i agree to a point i think they could finish anywhere between six and nine wins third in the division with the pats or miami finishing last i don't think the jets are in the cellar no chance not with the the competition raised at the offensive line and the depth from one through um well, ninety right now, seventy-five, ninety, whoever, how many, how many you want to count uh, that Joe Douglas put together. He understands competition drives football, competition drives ceilings to go up, and what he did this offseason is exactly that: establish the culture, establish the baseline for one season, and then go for the kill the following season with star power on top of the infrastructure that's already been laid down. Number 3 on the docket. This is when we bounce to Sam Darnold. That's right. Jets QB Sam Darnold will become a star. Everyone's bored, folks. Bored, bored, bored out of their freaking minds, completely bored. So what do you write? There's two ways to go. And they deal with emotion. You write something that will completely enrage the fan, or you write something that will uplift the fan, give the fan hope. Those are the two things to write during the dead periods. This one with Sam Darnold, even though Shine, guys like Shine and Colin Coward have been on this guy for years, this one with Sam Darnold gives the fan hope. But be careful. You could still believe Sam Darnold's going to become a star while listening to the right people. Listen to guys like Joe Blewett from Jet X Factor who could actually break down the game. Watch film on Darnold. Watch the way he throws from an open stance. Watch his happy feet when he chops it up when guys are getting pressure on him. Watch what he does pre-snap. And how he may lock on a guy and not change and not progress and not flow post snap. That's the stuff you really need to watch out for because these guys and I like again the theme of this show is gonna be I like this guy, but come on. Let's 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 get real here. Adam Shine, you know, I was there during his early WFN days in the nineties. I was a kid listening to him on WFN. I like the guy. I sometimes pop in on uh, Mad Dog, his Mad Dog show, on Sirius, but his predictions are, and no one holds these guys' predictions accountable, from Shine to Skip Bayless to Coward. They'll make these bold predictions, and it'll get these the fan base's hopes up, and uh, if it doesn't come true, it's six months down the road, and everyone forgets about it. Wouldn't it it be a great sports media world if people actually held others accountable? Doesn't mean you hate the guy. Doesn't mean you want to stomp on his face and throw him in the mud. It just means, hey, aren't you the same guy who said this? Let's calm down, analyze the film, and go from there. Shine. Jets QB Sam Darnold will become a star. Quote, I still love Darnold, Sam Darnold. His rookie year was a classic roller coaster ride, not at all, not at all helped by the dreadful offensive coordinating of Jam- Jeremy Bates, who was fired, along with head coach Todd Balls after the season. GM.. Mike Mcagnon kept his job through the 2019 free agency and the draft and then got canned. blah 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 blah. I, I don't see any substance here. Jets added, adding a whole bunch of big bodies in free agency then spending the Jets' first-round pick on offensive tackle, Makai Becton. La-dee-da, Denzel Mims. Down the stretch last season, after Darnold was recovered from mono, the young QB excelled from Week 9 to, through 17. He averaged 245.2 passing yards per game and compiled a 14-5 to TD-to-interception ratio, leading the Jets to a 6-3 and three record. Wasn't it 6-2? and two? Uh, Darnold has every intangible and tangible you want in a true franchise quarterback. And in 2020, it all comes together over the course of a full season. Anyway. Yeah. Whether or not he becomes a star, Jets fans obviously hope he does. And here are some of other, of Shine's other predictions. The Pats will collapse to a top five pick in the 21 NFL draft. Raiders, Josh Jacobs will win the rushing title. Um, I'm not on that train. Jets, Sam Turner will become a star. Number three, number four. McCarthy. McCarthy's Cowboys will be the NFC's number one seed. I'm sort of on that train. I like the Cowboys in terms of home field advantage, number one seed. I don't, I would say no right now. Seahawks will miss the playoffs. Okay, I, I could buy into that. Chiefs, Mahomes, will throw 51 touchdown passes. I do not buy that. They just won the Super Bowl. That's not happening. Steelers, Juju, Smith, Schuster, will dominate once again. Again, not happening. Their offensive line isn't as good as it was. Lions, Matthew Stafford, will lead the NFL in passing yards. Again, that's that's a typo, is passing yards. Not on that train. That's not happening. Chargers, Derwin James, will win Defensive Player of the Year. It's possible. Derwin James is a stud, but I'd say no, right now. But that's not a bad that's not a bad one. Adam Shine, the same guy last year who said this: the Los Angeles Chargers field the best defense in the NFL. That was a good one. Char- I mean, but it wasn't. It didn't take balls to make that prediction. The Chargers had a great D, and I think they finished in the top ten, maybe sixth, if I'm not mistaken, in total yards allowed. Sean McDermott earns Coach of the Year honors. That's a great one from Shine. And uh, he didn't win Coach of the Year honors, but Bills were great. Number seven, Andy Dalton enjoys the best year of his career. That quite didn't happen, folks. Um, the NFC West is the most exciting division in football. Um, it was up there. It was up there. Can't can't pick that one. Number five, Daniel Jones starts at least seven games for the New York Giants. He was right on this one, but he was wrong with everyone else by mocking Dave Gettleman and the Giants for picking Daniel Jones in that spot. Uh, he, he was part of the crew, part of Ray Lucas and everyone. The jo- here we go. Quote, the Jones pick was bonkers for all the reasons everyone has laid out over the past couple weeks. But Eli Manning has been cooked for years. It's just not true. So while the Duke product was a reach at number six, he's also the best quarterback on the roster today. Yeah, listen, doesn't matter. What matters is how good the guy is, how good the guy could be. That's all that matters. And everyone overlooked that at the time. Gettleman picked Daniel Jones. Number four, the Pittsburgh Steelers finished third in the AFC North. Uh, solid prediction by Shine. Number three, Baker Mayfield becomes an MVP candidate while taking the AFC North. No, I'm sorry. This is again where he shine, like so many other people, ride the roller coaster, ride the wave, ride the, the populist opinion. You could see it a mile away. The intelligent NFL fan who's been around, who understands history, the Browns did all the wrong things last offseason. Acquiring Odell Bickham Jr., trading away an offensive lineman to the Giants, weakening that offensive line. Winning the headlines doesn't mean you're on the right track. Usually it means you're on the wrong track. Usually it means you're you're making the splashy move instead of the boring, correct move. And that's something Jets fans had to live with last offseason with McKagan. I didn't buy it for one second. For people on YouTube, podcast, you won't be able to see it, but on YouTube here was... Uh, September eighth, twenty nineteen. My predictions from last year. Title: ESNY twenty nineteen NFL preview predictions remain suspicious of the hype, and that was key going into last year. Remain suspicious of the hype. I had the Pats winning the division. Jets going nine and seven. Bills seven and nine. Dolphins four and twelve. AFC North. I had the Steelers ten and six. Ravens nine and seven. Cleveland Browns eight and eight. That's right. I did not have the Browns making the playoffs. Steelers, I got wrong. Ravens, I got wrong too because I had them missing the playoffs. But the Browns, they were improved, but they were not ready for prime time. You need the infrastructure, and the Browns got away from that. And now this year with the right people leading the charge, they got back to that. Jedrick Wills, Jr., excellent pick. And I think the Browns are going to be uh, surprising this year. Last year wasn't the year. This might be the year. Uh, might as well finish the this prediction here. AFC South, Jacksonville Jaguars, 11 wins. That was terrible. Texans, 10 wins. Colts, 8. Titans, 6. Bad, bad, bad. AFC West, Chiefs, 12. Got that right. NFC East Eagles at ten, Giants at nine, that is a bad one. Cowboys at eight, Redskins at three wins, NFC North, Vikings at eleven, Packers at ten, Bears at seven, Detroit at six, uh Saints at twelve wins, Falcons at nine, Panthers at six, Bucks at five, Seahawks at twelve wins, Niners at ten wins. Not a lot of people had the Niners in the playoffs last year, starting in August. And fewer people had the Rams out of the playoffs. The Rams, both Los Angeles teams were hot going into last year. Chargers I had at six and ten, and Rams I had at eight and eight, both missing the playoffs. So I hit about eight, nine, or ten of the twelve playoff teams. And who did I have in the Super Bowl? Kind of getting off topic here, but that's okay. I had the Eagles beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Um Okay, I see what I did. I I made a a Peterson-Reed Super Bowl, and I was right with the Chiefs getting there. I was wrong with the Chiefs losing. Chiefs won it. Eagles were just too beat up to get there, and Reed finally got a Super Bowl, which was great. Uh, in In the playoff prediction, I believe I took the Chiefs winning it all over the Packers... Or Seahawks. Definitely wasn't the Niners. It was the Chiefs winning it all over someone else, but that's neither here nor there. The point is, these projections, these predictions, they're silly. It it plays on fans' emotions. It's there to make you enraged or hopeful. Baker Mayfield becomes an MVP candidate while taking the AFC South shine. Not good. Not a good one. Number two, the Green Bay Packers win 11 games and sit atop the NFC North. Good job by Shine with that one. Number one, Derek Carr returns to MVP form. Uh, no. Raiders got out of the gate quickly, but... And Carr had a nice season, but not MVP-like. Listen. Darnold, can he become a star? I absolutely think he can. I absolutely think he has the tools. But the problem is, you really have to dig into what he needs to improve to understand where he is. Footwork. Throwing from an open stance. Not locking on to his pre snap first option. That's the stuff. We'll be doing more Darnold film in the coming days, in the coming weeks, um, I think I'm going to hit on some pre-snap adjustments he's made. I already did one the other day on Twitter in which it was in D.C. And he changed something pre-snap, and it worked brilliantly. For people on YouTube, you'll see the video now. And he starts out in the gun changes it. We don't know if he changes the play totally or if he just changes the formation. But either way, it works perfectly. This is the stuff Adam Gase and he said it Gase said it last training camp under the tent. Rich Semini asked him, "Will you allow Darnold the freedom pre-snap to do certain things?" Because th- this was a big point of contention for a lot of the beat writers under Bates in Darnold's rookie year. Darnold wasn't allowed a lot of freedom pre-snap to change the play, to, to do stuff. Last year, it was hit and miss. And under the tent in training camp, Gay said he was going to allow Darnold a lot of freedom. Week one against the Bills, it started off that way to a decent degree. And the rest of the season, it was hit and miss. I think the mono game, the ghost game, really, really killed him. Um, If you're watching the video right now, there's Darnold changing the play from a shotgun offset to Le'Veon in in the single back. Uh, Tight stack left, 11 personnel. This is a reversal. What does Darnold say? You see something right now. There's Kerrigan inside of the tight end in a 7 technique. I mean, you can call it an 8 if you want, but more of a 7. He's not outside. He's not in a 9. So by changing the play or the formation to a play-action outside zone into a boop on a second and one, that's the key. It's second and one. The Redskins' defense is going to be charged up, ready to flow to stop the run. It is a great job by Darnold. There's Kerrigan. He's in no man's land. Darnold has a wide-open crowder over the middle. This is the stuff. And as long as the offensive line... Gives him ample average time. This is the stuff that'll make him a star. Not the predictions from the Adam Shines or the Cullen Cowards of the World. So just remember that going forward. These articles in these dead times are designed to enrage you or make you hopeful. Yes, Darnold has the tools to become a stud, will he? Keep a close eye on it. That's the only way you really find out. Keep a close eye on his play and break down the actual footage. Until next time.